Welcome to Success Hangout. This is Sean David Onamusi. Um, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Um, and a happy new year to you because this is the first podcast in 2020. Um, I, I can't believe that it's 20 years since I was somewhere on the streets of Lagos dancing to Will Smith. Welcome to the year Y2K. And I was looking forward to this new millennium. And then we are two decades in. That is amazing. Um, it's, it's also a reminder that um, very well used sort of phrase that time flies and time waits for nobody. Absolutely nobody. But I'm thankful that you made it to 2020. I am absolutely thankful that I made it and my family made it to 2020. So it's, it's great to have you on the podcast this year. Now, this year, um, I'm intending to bring more of my friends, um, some of my counterparts, mentors, seniors, peers um, onto the show more often for us to discuss because I actually get to meet a lot of fantastic people. And I'm saying all of that because I've got a fantastic person that I'm gonna be introducing in a moment. And, um, but I say that because I have a lot of fantastic people around me and we have this really rich conversations and I feel like it's time for me to start introducing the world to these great conversations that personally transform my life. And I think it's about time um, that people listen to it. Some of them are not billionaires. Uh, some of them, as you will find out, are millionaires. Some of them are thousandaires. Some of them are somewhere still struggling, trying to get up. And I am in no wise trying to get anybody out of this conversation when I talk about Success Hangout, because I believe that success is less about achievement, is more about fulfillment. So I might not achieve the billions, but am I fulfilled with my hundreds? I might not achieve the thousands, but am I fulfilled with what I have? I might not have a husband or a wife at the moment, but am I fulfilled being single, being myself? And these are the things that are, more, that are the metrics for inviting people to the show. It's not just because they're the rich and famous. I do know a few rich and famous people, so hopefully they'll join me as well. So that long-winded intro, let me introduce you to my friend. I have known him now for about, I think about three, four years, something along that line. And um, I remember the first time he gave me his business card and I saw this thing and I was like, what is this thing about making millionaires before they're 40? And I was like, I need to join this guy's club because I need to be a millionaire before I'm 40. So I've got Victor Taffer, um, who's gonna be um, having this conversation with me today, really. So welcome, uh, Victor. Thank you very much, thank yeah. you. It's such a great honor to be here because I've known Shane for the last few years. I've followed him every single time. And um, to me, it's a great honor to actually sit next to him here and actually have this conversation. So I've been so excited, bouncing up the wall all day because I was like, I'm going to meet Shea, we're going to have a podcast. So yeah. I feel like a super celebrity today now, <laughs> sitting next to him. So I am well honored. I am honored. Thank yeah. you so Vic much for Victor, finding me worthy to be here. Victor is always so kind with his showers. He's always, always ever so kind. But thanks, Victor. Thanks, really. Uh, thanks so much for coming. Um, we are going to have an event later on today or after this recording uh, where we'll be talking about how you know future leaders are looking at the new decade um, and we're going to be doing this quite often on a monthly basis but um, i think 
Um, before we get into that, you know, and talk about how new leaders are thinking about the next, you know, decade, talk to us, sort of, for people who don't know you, introduce yourself, number one, and then talk to us about this thing I mentioned earlier, about this 40 millionaires, uh, you know, millionaires before the age of 40 or something like that. Yeah, I, I love the part that when you introduced, um, when, you, when you introduced the show earlier, you mentioned it wasn't really about, it's about fulfillment. <laughs> And I was sitting down when I was around about 38 years old and I thought to myself, you know what, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 40. And the reason why the thought came to mind was I used to live like, my problem wasn't that I was broke, my problem wasn't that I had too much money. My problem was I was comfortable. That was my, and that was a big problem for me because obviously I lived in a comfortable house, I got a good wife, you know, I had everything. So I didn't really see a reason to push myself forward. But I didn't feel fulfilled because I felt, you know what, I'm getting to 40 years old now and what is the purpose of my life? What do I want to really do with myself here on earth? You know, so I was just like, how long am I going to just keep living one day after another? No purpose and actually nothing. So when I came up with the idea of Millionaires by 40, the whole idea was, you know, everything you talk about, you have to look at the context of it. And the context actually for me was, is trying to find purpose and direction before you turn 40. And to me, I think that's where you're going to find fulfillment. Because even if you don't have the cash in your pocket, I believe to a very large extent, you, when you turn 40 and you're actually confident about where you're going, I think it's, it's, it's a transformation. In you know, fact, I just say, it's just, it's just, it feels so great when that happens. So to me, that was really what I came up with. But I love the name because everyone that saw it got excited about it. You know, there's some, there's some brands that you see which actually start conversations, you see, and that's what the kind of mm. name style conversations. Yeah, absolutely. And um, sometimes we hang around waiting for a perfect name for what we're trying to do, mm. and then you might leave it years and years and years, and you actually do nothing because <laughs> you're waiting for a perfect True. name. True. But if you look at most of the big brands in the world, they change their names along the way. So mm -hmm. you might be listening to this today thinking, oh, I need a company name to start my a company, or I need whatever it is. But it's a good example. It's something you can learn from that. So I would name Leonis by 40. I don't, I, when I turned, after I turned 40, we got 42 now, I dropped the name because I thought, okay, fine, I've crossed that thing now, but I was glad I found the drive and the passion and the purpose for my life. So I dropped that one and I moved on to something else, which maybe as we talk, you get to find out. Mm. But the key there was finding purpose, finding direction, living a fulfilled life mm. by the time you're 40. So when you use the text, I mean, mm. the, the word millionaire, yeah. you were not just referring to, to money. Yes. Was, you were yeah. talking about, you know, um, almost like the lifestyle yeah. of the millionaire because mm -hmm. people always mistake something. Money gets you choices. Exactly. You know, and it's the lifestyle that you're more attracted to. Exactly. Not the money. Exactly. You yeah. know, most people would quit the rat mm. race yeah. if they realize mm. that they can get the lifestyle yes. without the money exactly and to be honest uh, in our generation now mm. we're seeing more of that yes now I know there's a negative side to social media and we can talk about that all day long yes. but also look at the silver lining is that people are living their best life mm. and they're not millionaires exactly they're learning to explore their environment exactly. get more you know yes they end up just taking pictures but mm. at least they're getting out exactly they're getting out looking and enjoying those life mm. that they ordinarily wouldn't you know people who would have waited 
all their lives to save up to go to some place, um, you know, or in uh, somewhere in the Cayman Islands mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they've been saving all their lives. Yeah. Now with social media, mm -hmm. the pressure yeah. to want to impress your pair yeah. is getting you to think outside the box mm -hmm. of how to actually get the best life yeah. that you want. So that yeah. tells you more often it's not the money in the bank exactly. as much as it's the lifestyle right, exactly of course there you know there are levels to these conversations exactly. but principally mm. it's the lifestyle that you are really mm. more interested in than that so it's really great that you were able to coin that into the concept yeah now i'm, I'm just say quickly yeah. now i'm glad you might use the word choice because mm -hmm. normally when you find your purpose you know where you're going it's very easy for you to make choices because you know what matters and what doesn't matter. You know, I could easily wake up in the morning and decide, yeah, I'm going to have a go and talk to Sherwin today because I know he's in line with my purpose in life, you understand? So, so it's easy for me to make choices because I've found direction. So the same applies to as in when you've got loads of money in the bank, as a millionaire, you can make all the choices. You can go wherever and go, do whatever you do because you've got the cash. So the same applies in that sort of way. The word choice, as you said, is really a good word to put in there too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's so, so true. And talking about choices, I know that people will sometimes feel that they don't have a choice um, because their environment does not provide them the opportunities for those choices. Um, and there are people that we go out to, you know, Nigeria sometimes to go and, you know, uh, be a part of their lives and inspire them and push them forward. Um, because somehow, some way, um, regardless of, you know, prominence that some of them might have on those grounds, we're still privileged because our society provides enough cushion, yeah. you know, compared to other people, whether it's healthcare or whatever it is. Yes. So there's some people that would not feel mm. like they have the choice. Like mm. if they look around them, there's no light, mm. there's no hope, mm. the government's are changing policy mm. every single minute. Yeah. So what exactly, you know, they're feeling choiceless. Yeah. You know, how do they still turn out to become a, a millionaire before 40? <laughs> you know, you know the, one thing I love about this thing is when I started, I, I, I went to Nigeria. And when I arrived in Nigeria, mm -hmm. the first question I said to myself is, it was in 2008 when everyone was talking about recession. No, when they were there, there was, everyone was talking about recession in Nigeria then, not, not the global one, the one that everyone talked about in Nigeria. When, when I think the president, the first regime when he came to power then, and um, so when I turned up there, I said to myself, okay, fine, let me find, I went out and said, I'm going to look for young people who are succeeding in this environment. That was the first thing I went looking for. And then I met this group of guys and we now got talking. And the typical thing about when you so see when young you people. The, the environment, you're yeah. talking about the environment, um, so i.e. Nigeria. Nigeria, people exactly, who are yeah. succeeding, succeeding in, in Nigeria. Nigeria. Exactly, okay, that's yeah. what I did. Okay. So when I arrived in Nigeria, I said, okay, fine, who, is, who are the young guys who are succeeding in Nigeria? So I was in Abuja then. So I walked, I went around Abuja, began to, I, I, you know when you're looking for something, you will find it. That's what, what, what the thing about life. So I met these guys and we now got talking. And then we, were, we, we met a certain um, place somewhere around central Abuja and then we were going somewhere else. So we jumped in the car with one of the guys there. And when I sat down, I asked him the question. I said, how, everyone is talking about a recession now. How are you still living a great life? You know, and, um, and he said to me, he said, you know what Victor said, you know, think life is all about choice. You, you choose, you know, as in you choose what you want to do. You choose what you want to focus on. You choose about the perspective you want to have about life. He said, if I, he said he schooled in, 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 in Wales, he moved back to Nigeria, he started a printing business. And his father wanted to try and help in the business, but he refused. He said, no, 
I want to run this thing myself. Mm. So the time he woke up, I nearly closed down the company because he didn't have no single cash. Mm. And his brother said, go on, I'll die for you. He said, no, I want to build this thing myself. So, so Victor, I'm going to yeah. cut you for a second now. Yeah. Um, this sounds fantastic. Yes. Um, and um, just a warning. Yeah. Um, I kind of find myself at a point in my life yeah. now yes. where it's like, you know what? Um, the fairy tale stories mm. are great. They're yeah. very nice, touchy. This guy mm. pulled himself from the bootstrap yeah. and stuff. I'm kind of moved past that now. I'm yeah. like, see, let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> spade yeah. You know, there's some people mm -hmm. who are advantageous. Yes. The guy you just described yeah. sounds like somebody that still had an advantage regardless. At least yeah. he went to Wales. Yeah. He went to a university yeah. outside Nigeria, mm -hmm. came to the UK. Yeah. Trust me, a lot of people cannot even afford yeah getting a you know a bus pass yeah talk less of getting on a plane yeah talk less of going to a university in wales yeah so this your guy already mm. sounds slightly a bit more privileged like he has yeah. more choices mm. than other people is there a story of somebody else that maybe succeeded with the same conditions in nigeria maybe schooled in nigeria yeah. you know grew up in nigeria yeah. and had to you know squabble himself out of there I can, I can i can give an example because obviously i, I know maybe i might come up with some who started from the scratch and absolutely nothing but i can give, actually give an example of my younger brother when he finished um, school you know you might think uh, this is not like a privileged story as he is you see he's a young guy who finished secondary school he now comes back home and sits down and he's thinking okay fine what do i do myself typical you know nigeria university will strike and stuff like that and he said all i do is instead of sitting around here i'll go and teach him i mean i'll, I'll go and talk to kids in, in schools so one of the schoolers said, oh, can I talk to kids in school? And then I started like, and now then, my, because my parents lived in like a small area in Abuja called Kujineri Airport. And that's so like a small, then it was a very, very small community then, before now I think it's all grown and everything mm -hmm. now. And then he went up to them and started talking to the kids. And as he was teaching the kids every single time, mm -hmm. one school heard about it, the next school heard about it. I you know like government schools are like, you know, they're like literally hardly any roofs in the schools and stuff like that. And they're like really local schools. And then one next person here, the next person here, before you realize, just, I don't even know how it happened, someone actually in the American embassy heard about it. And they came to give him and said to him, we'd like to go to school in America. And that's how I end up going to America now. Mm. Now, a lot of guys here, I think to me, I think it's... So wait, hold yeah. on a second. Mm. He basically, yeah. right, mm. positioned himself yes. through hard work. Right? Yes, yeah. He went in there and mm. grinded regardless. Exactly. Yeah. And then mm. the luck, if okay. you put it that way. Well, right? yeah, as the hard work of opportunity. The, exactly. That luck yeah. of somebody saying, yeah. okay, now I'm mm -hmm. picking you, sending you to America to exactly. school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then happened. But exactly. it didn't happen just because he was sitting Sit back, back in praying exactly. and, you know, closing no, no, his no, eyes. Okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Exactly. I see what you're saying. So I give an example. I can still relate to Exactly. Exactly. So maybe I said, now, maybe I might not think of someone who. No, no, but that's a great, that's a great example because. The person you've mentioned, right, has managed to mm. um, not only pull themselves off the bootstraps, yeah. you know, they've, they've shown ingenuity. Mm. Yes. They've thought about, okay, mm. what exactly can I do? Mm. Exactly. Right? Yeah. They're thinking outside the box. box. Exactly. Because yeah. the truth is, reality mm. is reality, mm. right? Mm. You cannot change the color of your skin. You mm. can't change where you were born. Mm -hmm. um, you can migrate, but you can't change your origin. All these things will follow you, right? Mm. Regardless of it. And yeah. this is talking to 
um, even people who are in the UK who are on the corporate ladder but they feel like there's so many glass ceilings that they can't push through so this thing is all in different level and different stages of your life it's the same thing that goes for a politician yeah. right um, you know the person started went to eating went and also became a counselor yeah. but the dream of ever become the prime minister mm. of this country is limited because it's black yeah. or yeah. because she's a female mm. you know so mm. there's already that reality there that is exactly. there but one thing that we cannot deny is mm. that the, your brother that you just mentioned yeah. has shown us what it really means exactly. right yeah. what it takes as well to mm. get out exactly of your conditions exactly. yeah, you know, I, I, was, I was talking to a young guy when i was in nairobi the other day and he graduated with um, he graduated with first class in mathematics from one of the universities in kenya and um, so the first thing he said to me was, I wake up every morning and I'm thinking of all the guys who came up with 2-2 or maybe even came out with third class degrees and they've all got jobs and everything else because of their parents and everything else. And I said to him, I said, if you've come out with first class in mathematics, you must be very good at math. And I said, when you wake up every morning and you're complaining about the fact that you haven't got the job and everything else, I said, how does that serve you? Mm. I said, it doesn't serve you in any way, you mm. see. And well, I meet a lot of young Nigerians and I talk to them about the same thing too. And the one thing I say to them every time is, you know what, if you're willing to step out and just go and serve, because I think the biggest problem most of them face is they're not willing to put themselves through the, the, the process itself. Mm. You see, because to me, I believe it's about perspective. If mm. you do, if you, the way you look at something, you see, if you see it differently, you know, like I'm looking at something this way, but I'm seeing something else. Mm -hmm. You see, and I think, I think a lot of times, a lot of focus, a lot of talk about, oh, the, 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 the government, the poverty, mm -hmm. the this, the that. But I think I always tell them every time, I say, look guys, I think if you decide to make up your mind, you know what, I'll just go and serve somebody somewhere. Mm -hmm. Because I believe it's about positioning. You know, I think mm -hmm. you just, you have to get out, you have to position yourself in a way that when that opportunity comes, mm -hmm. it might take one year, it might take two years, it might take three years, mm -hmm. you see. But if you ask these young people, who's, who could, you might be coming from the low of the low of the low. Mm -hmm. You know, like this, this movie, I don't know if you watched it, it's called um, The Man That Harnessed the Wind. Mm -hmm. I think it was that in Rwanda, I forgot what it was, one of the East African countries. And you know, he, he, he was a young boy who put scrap together and mm -hmm. built a water pump from uh, using, using, the, um, using the wind. Mm -hmm. you know, you know, and this is actually a true story, you know, mm. from absolutely nothing. You know, he, he used to sneak into the library because he couldn't pay school fees, mm -hmm. because he was driven, you know what, I, I, I love science, I need mm. to find a way to make this happen. Mm. And you know, you know, I think in different levels, we've gone through different parts of our lives mm -hmm. in which we've done things in which they, they looked completely impossible. Mm -hmm. Things that you just can't even think or even dream about sure. before. Sure. I'm sure we've all done that before. Yeah. And in as much as some people might have had a better condition a better cushioning as you mm -hmm, use mm -hmm. while some haven't but still i believe that to a very large extent if you did life as principles mm. if you decide okay you know what i might not get this now but i'll go and serve somebody yeah. you know i'll just go yeah. there and be serving another guy and, one and, day I, and, I'll, and I'll one thing it. i love about that principle yeah. about service right mm. is okay someone's listening now thinking i'm somewhere in texas yeah. right i'm somewhere in uh, Mexico, mm. you know, you're talking about these kids in Nigeria and these yeah. people in Nigeria. It doesn't relate to me, yeah. right? But the truth is, whatever mm. limitation you're facing, exactly. wherever you are in the world, yeah. right, mm. this same principle of mm. serving yeah. applies. Exactly. So in the UK, for example, mm. if you're trying to get uh, a board nomination okay, uh -huh. for a good company, yes. where, you know, a reputable company, mm. first of all, try to start serving exactly. in, on school boards yeah. for yeah. free. Exactly. You know, sure. find out your own child school board yeah. serve there exactly. you know serve in local communities yeah. serve with local initiatives exactly. that brings the spotlight on you so it's yeah. not rocket science exactly. before you know it mm. people will actively be looking for you because sure. you know opportunity as mm. aware yeah. luck as aware yeah. it has 
met you yeah. when you are working. Mm-hmm. So luck actually meets you when you are at work. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's luck meets you when you are at work. It yes. doesn't meet you anywhere else. Exactly. It's when you are at work. Exactly. That's where luck really, really does meet you. So yeah. I really love that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm conscious of time. Yes. Um, because we have to go to the event mm-hmm. um, um, in a bit. Um, but I really love the fact that even just talking about this, what it takes. I mean, we never even said what the title of the podcast was. But, um, you know, I think talking about the choice, mm-hmm. you know, that it's if you want to become a millionaire before 40, yeah. you've got to start making certain choices. Exactly. You have to get better mm-hmm. at making choices. Yes. Choices of what you do with your time. Yeah. Choices of, you know, where you pay your attention. Yeah. Choices of the kind of friends that you keep. Choices yeah. of where you invest your money, yeah. you know. there's the, You have to move away from, mm-hmm. you know, looking for free events every time as exactly. well. Yeah. Because you've got to pay for yeah. that value as well mm-hmm. because it's investment. Mm-hmm. But my point is you choice. Mm-hmm. Choice, 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 choice. So if there's one thing I take away from this, definitely is that the power of choices makes all the difference, regardless of the area that you are, that you're living in. Fantastic. So Victor, tell Mm. us, you know, um, what's your sort of new projects that you've chosen, uh, that you've chosen to focus on this year? And what are you most excited about? Well, I'm, I'm very excited. There's quite a few things I'm excited about this year. Like, at the end of last year, I started, um, I pushed a brand out which I call The Victor, which is so, and the slogan is small wins and big victories. And the key thing is obviously get people moving, basically. You know, I think a lot of people think they have to do something big to make things happen, you see. And that's where, you know what, start with the small you have in your hand now, celebrate every success you make, and just keep moving on. Don't celebrate and stay still. Celebrate and then move on. And that's the one. So that's, that covers my speaking and my, my um, copy them scene and the mentoring side of things. And then I've got what I say, what I call a not for profit in Nigeria, which I call Generation Nehemiah, which is focused on Northeast Nigeria, which is creating sustainable community wealth. So that's the one which I'm talking about, some key, some key players there. We're trying to see how we can focus on education more or less. I'm trying to see actually. So I've been talking to some guys who got some tablets and created, which are now put into house of language too who are back in Nigeria, built the software and everything. So I'm trying to see how we can get them out to guys in northeastern Nigeria so the kids can learn a lot more. So I'm off to Nigeria, I think, next week, and we're talking to the governments and trying to drive and push that one out there to them because oh, I want to focus a lot on education this, this year as much yeah, as possible. That's amazing. Um, I've, I've done a lot um, in, in northeast Nigeria, mm-hmm. and I think towards the end of last year, I got to a point where I sort of felt, you know what, I, you know, I, I sort of thinking, yeah, I'm doing a lot, but maybe people are not taking it on board as much as they should. And so I decided, so I thought, and I said, I'm going to focus on those now who are actually doing stuff and how I can support them. Mm. So I think that's what's going to be key. So I'll be back and forth between Nigeria. I'm very excited about that. I've got some training contracts which I'm wrapping up now to be doing back in Nigeria too. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a bit of, uh, quite exciting because it's a bit oh, of a fantastic. jump between Nigeria and the UK for the whole, for the yeah. whole year. Yeah. I know. Every time we talk, it's like, oh, I'm off to Nigeria this Saturday. <laughs> I'm off to Nigeria next week. I'm off to Nigeria next week. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much, Victor. We, we're still going to have this conversation again yes. um, and talk a bit more because mm. um, I think, you know, what we've learned today is very, very key. Yes. It's that choices that makes a difference. That's what fair. are we choosing our time and applying ourselves to and that's very powerful well guys thank you so much uh for um for listening actually let me take that back they said in my radio training course years ago they said don't refer to people over the audio as guys make it personal so yes thank you for listening okay um but 
Um, I, I'm going to make this frequently. Our next podcast will uh, be looking at the reading culture, and I'm going to have a young chap, a young kid, who um, has managed to read about 90 odd books or so um, in a year. And this boy, literally, where his his passion for reading is amazing, and he's less than 10 years of age. I mean, I can't wait to have that conversation with him and his mum as well, who owns a very, very lucrative and uh, successful uh, daycare centre here in the UK. Um, So I look forward to having that on here. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow me on social media. Um, Just look for your S-H-E-U-N, David Onamusi, or just type S-D-O-N-A-M-U-S-I dot com. Go to my website, you'll see all that kind of stuff. Um, But thank you so much for listening. Remember, as I always like to say, it's that we must choose again uh, to be inspired, to live inspired and to stay inspired. Thanks for listening. Bye now. Thank you. And thank you very much. Thank you very much, Victor. Thanks for the the great honor. Thank you. (laughs)